0: a lot of what you've been told about how to heal and what works for changing your life just isn't true too many people get stuck in their trauma because they think something outside of themselves you know society parents ex-partners events that happen in the past that those are the sole cause of problems today And the truth is, you've got to hope that's not true because there's very rarely anything you can do about the past or about the way other people have behaved. So if you're waiting for those things to change and outrage is building and you're falling into despair, I have great news. Your healing doesn't come from those things. It comes from things you can change. And if there's anything you're destined to change about society or if a confrontation with the people who hurt you is in the cards then you healed is how that power within you is going to get strong enough that you can take those problems on but you in the middle of your trauma reactions i'm going to be honest with you Active CPTSD is such a vulnerable state, there's distorted perception undermining you, there's emotional dysregulation undermining you, there's almost always a lack of reliable emotional support from people around you, that's part of why you have CPTSD. But it's also a symptom of CPTSD, it drives away people you can trust. So my trauma healing began with a huge paradigm shift. The old broken way that I saw the nature of the problem and the nature of the solution totally shattered in a period of a few weeks. And a series of traumatic events threw me into a deep trauma reaction and me doing everything you're supposed to do about trauma threw me even deeper into a trauma reaction. I don't blame anyone, but I was trying to operate and navigate solutions from a set of beliefs that weren't true. And when your beliefs are true, how you know is they work. When nothing is working, it just might be pointing to, you know, there's no nicer way to say this. It might be pointing to lies. There are lies in your belief system. Things that lots of people believe, but that aren't true so things that you might even have been told to believe by experts or you were bullied into conforming your beliefs to what you're supposed to believe that might be what's operating when things aren't working for you but if it doesn't work it doesn't work so i had a belief system meltdown like that by luck when i was at the lowest point in my life an acquaintance who saw i was going down showed me a way to soften the hold of my old beliefs and to let in some sunshine, some truth. And I woke up and about half my trauma healing happened in a day, just like that. It was such a marked and sudden change that the therapist I used to see at the time was sure something was seriously wrong with me. I was serene, I felt okay about things, I felt confident and excited about the possibilities in my life. That was really out of character for me back then. And here I am almost 29 years later to say there very clearly was something right about me at last. And I broke out of the lies that governed my life and I'll tell you what I did instead. So people say I'm tough love, but I'm telling you nothing changed in my life until I learned and accepted these 10 truths. One, when it comes to your past trauma no one is coming to save you from the effects. You'll have to seek that out. So don't just suffer through your life, saving up your problems for weekly appointments with someone who's supposed to know what to do. Even if you have access to a therapist, and even if they know how to help you and you actually feel better, you are going to still need tools and awareness that you are in charge of it. It's you who will be recognizing your trauma reactions and devising how you'll change the pattern and then working every day to fine tune and integrate those changes. You are sovereign over your healing. Second thing, second truth, therapy isn't the only way to heal from trauma. And for some people with CPTSD from childhood, talking about trauma only makes it worse. Our culture says that talk therapy is the way to deal with this kind of problem, but many people's experience feeling like it does more harm than good is backed up by recent research. There's a time and a place to tell your story and get validation and have that blessed experience of of understanding what happened. But if talk therapy feels bad and doesn't seem to go anywhere, or if you're like the millions of people who can't afford talk therapy, I want you to know there are simple tools you can learn and use that just might make all the difference. They did for me and I'll talk about that in a few minutes. But having a therapist isn't the only way that you can have emotional support. Things like 12-step groups offer support every day of the week with people who are likely to understand what you're going through and have experience. They do have walking the path all the way to healing. This can be a huge benefit whether or not you have professional help because Peers who have healed and whose help you ask for can help you by teaching you the practical day-to-day tips that they develop through real-life experience. And they can help you get the focus off other people who may have hurt you and get the focus back onto your own self-destructive behaviors. Some might call this calling you out. And maybe you see this as the opposite of support, but sometimes the most loving, supportive thing someone can do is be straight with you. And this is something not all therapists can or will do for you. It can be a bit of a taboo for them to give direct advice or make moral judgments about what you're doing, what you plan to do. But getting called out by a 12-step sponsor after years of getting unconditionally supported by a therapist It was exactly what helped me to stop my trauma-driven behaviors and move forward in my healing very quickly. So you might see in your own experience that you've needed both, and that may be true. But for someone traumatized as a kid, when you're an adult, so much of the problem in present time is the way that you might be re-traumatizing yourself. So that leads me to a third truth that has to be faced which is that focusing on other people and society and the past drain your power it's a helpless place because you're helpless to change the past and you can't change other people present time is where all your power to heal your own life resides so healing the thinking healing the reactions healing the behaviors that traumatize and re-traumatize you and in many cases that harm other people Yes, people hurt you, and yes, there is value in telling your story and getting help to make sense of it, but now what? For many people, it helps them to know they're not alone, and there's a reason for their struggles. Healing the thinking, healing the reactions, healing the behaviors that traumatize and re-traumatize you, and in many cases, harm other people. Yes, people hurt you, and yes, there is value in telling your story and getting help to make sense of it. For many people, it helps them to know they're not alone and there's a reason for their struggles. But all that trauma wreaks havoc in your life and all the understanding in the world isn't enough to straighten out your trauma-driven reactions and your self-destructive behaviors, right? It's now and not in the past. And it's with yourself, not with the people who abused and neglected you. That's what holds the potential For changing your life. It's you now and once you make this shift you can start to recognize your symptoms when they're happening and taking actions to create a trauma-free life. That's what works. Okay, fourth truth. Neurological dysregulation is the symptom underneath the vast majority of other trauma symptoms. You probably never got taught this and you probably never got help with it and this could explain why you've tried so many things that never worked. The truth is, until you learn to re-regulate, your healing efforts are likely to just kind of limp along. When you learn to spot dysregulation and quickly re-regulate, everything gets easier. All right, fifth truth. Research doesn't show a clear pattern of efficacy when medication is prescribed for CPTSD symptoms. Not only don't they help, but they can actually make it harder for you to re-regulate. Antidepressants and anti-anxiety drugs might be necessary for you for other reasons, at least in your experience or in your doctor's opinion, but because our insurance system tends to push people suffering with trauma symptoms first to talk therapy, usually limited to 10 sessions, then when that doesn't work, refer them to prescriptions, a lot of people are getting dysregulated by the talking approach and then thwarted in their efforts to re-regulate because they're taking medication. So this is something you'll need to talk to your doctor about. It's a bad idea to change medication without medical supervision. But in my experience, staying sensitive to the feeling of dysregulation and then mastering re-regulation is super important, maybe the most important thing that you can do to heal trauma symptoms. So if medication you're taking or any mind altering substance is blocking you, that's going to defeat the purpose of learning to re-regulate and healing your trauma. Number six, let's talk about the phrase self-medicating. This is a euphemism for the use of drugs and alcohol by people with emotional pain. Now, not everybody gets emotional relief from drugs and alcohol, but those who do don't usually get that beneficial effect for very long. So a word for trying to feel better might be self-anesthetizing or maybe self-sedation. Because medicine, self-medicating, medicine implies it heals you. And sedated people are seldom able to make the positive changes needed to actually heal their trauma. You know, it is part it is part neurological, and then it's a lot of changes in your life, and that takes being present. When you numb your pain, I get it, it's what you need to do sometimes, but it's delaying the part where you feel the pain and pain has information in it that you need to know. You know, what's going wrong? Where does this suddenly go south for me? What's my trauma reaction? What's versus what's a feeling that I actually need to act on? What is triggering dysregulation for that matter? And what is the moment before that happens? when I can maybe learn to put a little pause in and re-regulate before deciding what to say or how I'm gonna respond to something. So if alcohol and drugs are part of how you're coping, there's a reason that your healing has been so hard and there's an easier way when you're ready for it. All right, seventh truth. There's no point in arguing with people that they haven't met your needs. You are the one who meets your needs. When you do a good job of that, you're better able to choose caring people and to have in your life, people who you're going to have as friends or as a partner, and then it's not going to be such a question of whether your needs are met. You meet your needs, and then from there, you can attract those caring people. Operating on the belief that other people are supposed to do that, meet your needs, just because you've become attached to them, it's an echo from childhood when your needs were supposed to be met by someone, but they weren't. In adulthood, caring and commitment happen rarely and they build slowly. So being angry at someone you've been dating a short time for not meeting your needs, um, as one of our members said recently, it's, it's like driving around wildly expecting the other cars to keep you safe and then being mad that you crashed. So meeting your own needs is the strongest protection that you have also against romantic obsession. That is something that rises up when your needs aren't met and it starts with you. All right, the eighth truth. When you've ended up in bad relationships, the truth is most times the red flags were there on day one, but maybe you rushed in anyway. What caused that? An attachment wound, um, extreme loneliness that made it unthinkable to turn back no matter how glaring the problem was that you saw. Until you can heal that, that need to go forward anyway, the pain is going to keep happening. And this is normal for people neglected in childhood. Healing happens when you can slow down and stay connected and honest with people who are supportive of your healing process. Then you can develop the awareness and the guardrails that you need to stop making the same relationship decisions that have worn you down in your life so far. All right, the ninth truth is about how you slow things down and though a lot of people don't want to hear this, the way to do that is by avoiding casual sex. To borrow from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous which I read a long time ago, I'm going to change a little phrase here and say that casual sex is the dubious luxury of untraumatized people. Now maybe it's fine for them, but for people with attachment wounds, it opens the door to trauma-driven thinking and behaviors that can ruin the relationship and it can wreck your happiness. It can be very destabilizing. Traumatized people can have good relationships, but there's a lot of learning that you maybe didn't get from your family and you can make space to learn a better way by going slowly. All right, number 10, as painful as it is to realize that a lot of your trauma now is from you making trauma-driven choices, facing the truth is nothing to fear. It feels good to seek the truth of your situation, to see your part in it, and no matter how small, to heal that. Facing reality, it feels good, it's empowering, it brings peace. And sometimes you'll cry, but good cleansing tears bring relief. And if you need help with this process, that's what we do at Crappy Childhood Fairy. Truth feels good, and you need to feel good. You do. You need it. Not years from now, but today. Thank you so much for listening. If you love my content, think about joining my membership program. You can find out more information about that and all my courses and coaching programs at crappychildhoodfairy.com. Remember, healing is possible. People with childhood PTSD can have a wonderful life. Sometimes we just need a few workarounds. I'll see you next time.